Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today. Weird. The uh, 14th of February, my phone not even showing me the date until I put in the passcode. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And congrats to X Connor again for taking down the, I think, $1.50. Obviously, 386 was a great score, but um, yeah, it would not, thankfully, have taken down the big 100K. The 100K was taken down by this lineup, which I think I also dropped in the chat, which was wild. But first of all, I mean, Kevin Love played 24 minutes, guys. That's huge. I mean, yeah, Jovic went off. Don't, But don't miss what actually won people all the money last night was Kevin Love going off, right? I mean, it's a bonus also. And, like, well, I don't understand the ownership on Sabonis today. We'll get to that in a second. But after last night, what are you doing? Like, obviously, it's a new night and stuff, but kids' upside is, is nuts. Okay. Um, and then, so I've got a couple of different um, court IQs up for today. We've had a couple of different people out. So first of all, we have LeBron out. Everybody's aware we have LeBron out. Obviously, this benefits AD a little bit. Um, it, but it benefits D'Lo a lot. We have 500 minutes of D'Lo without LeBron. It's a plus nine per 36 in terms of fantasy points. It's huge for D'Lo. Uh, it's not that. And Dinwiddie, I mean, who knows? 17 minutes. You can't read that much into that number yet. I'm just going with Saberson's projections because I think they're using his um, some of his usage rates from past teams. Austin Reeves also doesn't get as much of a bump as you would expect. Um, but yeah, okay. So next next set of court IQs is Clint Capella and Okongwu off. First of all, that's 120 minutes on the year. That's all of Bruno Fernando minutes. So Bruno Fernando, first of all, best play on the slate. Unchallenged best play on the slate. The only, the only reason you wouldn't have a tremendous amount of him is there might be a lot of good plays on the slate. You know what I mean? So like this is a kind of slate where it's a big slate. It's right before the all-star break. Teams might sit people. And if we sit people, we might get even more value. But, oh yeah, the other thing I want to draw your attention to besides the obvious Bruno Fernando with Capella and Okongwu being out is Jalen Johnson and DeJounte Murray. Jalen Johnson and DeJounte Murray, and I mean also Trey Young. Huh. Minutes are low, right? So the minutes are low. The reason that I haven't given Trey Young the boost in Saberson and I have given DeJounte and Jalen the boost is I think that Trey Young is getting mostly, still has to hit his shots. You know what I mean? Whereas DeJounte and Jalen, the boost they're getting from, from Capella and Okongwu being off the court, I think it is more rebounds. Because I mean, Bruno does, he, he's decent on the boards and put back dunks and stuff. But if it's not a put back dunk, I'm seeing some rebounds going other places. He's not as at, uh, as good of a distributor as those guys. So there's assists to be had as well. And I don't know. So yeah, I think, I guess the assist would be what might be repeatedly going to Trey. But anyway, this is a high scoring game as well. So we'll see where I wind up. Was there one more set of guys out? Yes, Miami with Jimmy Butler and Josh Richardson out. This was a pretty big deal yesterday, so I wanted to dig into what the larger sample says. So how many, how much is is it chasing for us to to play Jovic? Not really. It's not really chasing. Jovic does really good in these circumstances. Long term, two hundred minutes. I mean, long term, quote unquote. Obviously, that's still like four games or something, five games total of playing. That well, it's twelve total game pieces, obviously, but it's like five game full games. You know what I mean? So. How much do you really know? Obviously, one of those was a career night for him last night. So congrats to everybody who actually pivoted onto Jovic and did not do the responsible 
that didn't do what I did. You know, I did, I faded Jovic and, and as a result did not have a great night last night. That's why we're showing other people's screenshots at the beginning of the show. You know, I, I like it when you guys win too. That's part of it. You know, if you can't be happy for others, you're not in the position to be happy for yourself. You know what I mean? You're not. Yeah. You don't deserve it. You got to be in a good frame of mind. So I'm happy for you guys. I did not win the uh, LCK slate either. That you, I don't like the way that Saberson tells on you now, like what you've been playing up here. I guess I could exit out. But anyway, um, so yeah, best play on the slate, unchallenged, Bruno Fernando. You play Bruno Fernando, and then so you leave a 15% chance that he gets hurt. I mean, I don't know. That's basically it. That, that, the real issue is maybe some other value sneaks up, and the other value is also center eligible. There's, for instance, the second best value on the slate, in my opinion, and this will not be everybody's opinion, I don't think. Oh, that's Jovic. Okay. I thought Kevin Love. Yeah, Kevin Love's the one where, like, I definitely depart from the field, and it's a center-eligible guy. So we got power forward with Jovic. Jovic is great. Play Jovic again. Don't. It's not chasing just because he's a guy you've not heard of much, and he did well yesterday. I'm not projecting him for what he did yesterday, like 40 points. I'm projecting him for a reasonable amount of points for the minutes he has played, given his long-term um, usage and stuff with the team. I know he's just going to not hit his shots. It's going to be terrible for me now, but I actually am on him. But anyway, so Kevin Love, if 6.7% if of people is really what we're getting to with Kevin Love, you've got to back up the truck. Back up the truck, back it up. I mean, did they not notice the minutes? Saberson was projecting him for 19 minutes again. So that's just, or 20 minutes, just a mistake. He played 24 yesterday in a blowout, right? Like that, that game was a blowout, right? Yeah, it's unclear what they would have done here at the end if it hadn't been a blowout. He was in, right? So I mean, like, yeah, maybe they sub him out and put back in Bam. They probably they probably sub him out and put back in Bam. <laughs> okay, so never mind. He's not gonna get a ton more minutes, even if it's not a blowout. But 24 minutes is a lot of Kevin Love minutes. And if you really are going to get 24 Kevin Love minutes, you must play Kevin Love today. So I'm I'm plugging it at about a 35% chance that you get Kevin Love minutes uh, the same way you did last game. Then beyond that, I, I have it ranked by value here, uh, just to clarify the way we're looking at the slate right now. Royce O'Neal and Keontae George are the next two where you just, the, the minutes are incredible with their new teams. And I mean, who knows what their usages will be? I'm sorry, <laughs> Keontae with his new team, with his new role with Fontecchio gone. So with his new role with Fontecchio gone, he's, he's at 4K still. This is just absurd. I mean, we've got some really, really good values on this slate. And it's to the point where, yeah, I don't know really. It might be, I probably will set some of the medium values to like 50%, even though I would normally go, yeah, like Royce. Royce, this is a solid like value, but we just have a lot of value and it's a coin flip. You know what I mean? Like I don't want more than a coin on any of these guys that aren't Bruno Fernando, Jovic, or Kevin Love. I mean... And even Kevin Love, I don't. I feel like it's a coin flip if he gets that that uh, role again. So I can't even be there on him. So Jovic and Fernando are the only guys that I'm like core core. Um, and then everybody else, we just have a lot of good value. So let's read off the good values. Wow, Phoenix. I think I even put on my rule. So here are the rules. Just uh, some days I don't show them. Sorry about that, guys. I know that is a good part of the show. I have done my Sacramento Wings rule. It wins us money all the time. I'm going to keep doing it. Malik Monk, Keegan Murray. Um, I also boosted Sabonis because it's just disrespectful to project him for 51 points. He is better than that. Get out of town. So uh, uh, at the top, okay. So I put Herter at 24, Harrison Barnes at 24, Murray at 32, and Monk at 36. Those are the guys involved in the max three out of four rule. Then for Clippers, I turned on that rule. They're not playing today. So that was not the one I meant to click or not important. 
Um, but I did click. Then, then I've drawn the right rule. Yeah, I thought I turned on the Phoenix rule, but it's possible I clicked the uh, the Lakers rule instead. Yeah, did not turn on the Phoenix rule. Huh. Well, that that was. Uh, I thought for sure I did, but I think it's possible that the reason I did not. Let me look at it. Is that the? Um, I don't think I wanted to raise their projections at all. Yeah, that's what it is. So for the oh, is there the third of the big three is not in? Yep, that's it for for them. Bradley Beal's hurt. Oh yeah, Bradley Beal's hurt. Okay, that makes more sense. That probably explains why we have all this value for Royce O'Neal. I was I was like not really clear on exactly where that was coming from, but that does also give me one more court IQ to look up real quick before just to make sure we're complete. Uh, what what team is Beal on now? I mean, has he been there long enough for us to have a good sample of, I mean, him off the court? Some of that's before he was even there, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I probably got to get, I know they have a way to deal with that somewhere in the, yeah, use current roster and Bradley Beal. So, I'm not sure if that limits it to the games that use the current roster, but it's kind of what I'm trying to do, so... Uh, show current players only. That's probably what it means. I see that over on the side. So with Beal out, yeah, Royce O'Neal. Yeah, that's that's what it is, guys. It's Royce. It's Royce's choice. We've got, I mean, that's 33 minutes. So obviously part of this is we just don't know what to do when we've got that small of a sample in a situation that we haven't had before. So, you know, best of luck to all of us playing it tonight. We know that Booker and KD are good. Besides that, uh, it's a little bit of usage for Eric Gordon here. I don't know. Not not more fantasy points, though. Okay. Can't really get anything out of the Bradley Beal news. Besides, you know, play some Royce. But but with Royce, coin flip. Also a blowout. Like, Detroit is bad. Detroit is really bad. They're really, really bad. And, um, I mean, is Cade probably questionable? He's been questionable for, like, every game. Where, where's the little scroll thing? I gotta go all the way to... I find some of this gooey to be frustrating. Yeah, Cade is questionable and also has been playing bad. So I don't know. He's low priced. If this game stays close, Cade is definitely part of the. It, he's in, first of all. I don't think, I don't know. If, if we get Cade ruled out, this team, man. I don't like how much of this team I would probably have to play if Cade is ruled out because that's a lot of usage. Let's have a look. What I'm looking up the court IQ for Cade Cunningham off the court just to help out the guys on the podcast. Thank you all for listening, by the way, and thank you all for watching the show. I know that sometimes it gets a little rambling, but I hope this helps you improve your process. That's kind of the whole point to kind of see like, oh, you know, how how I'm, how I'm doing it is not like the right way to do it. It's just one man's way of doing it. And you can be like, Hopefully it's useful information when I'm doing something dumb, right? And you can be like, why is he doing that like that? I would rather do it like this. And then you just do it like that. All right. So 46 points for Duran is a lot. A plus five for Duran with Kate off the floor is a little bit nuts. A little bit nuts. But uh, I guess, I mean, there was like 500 minutes. It's not her, right? Yeah. Oh, 350 minutes for, for Duran. 540 for Ivy, yeah, we got. We're pretty confident in the Duran and Ivy boost that comes from Cade being off the floor. So let me put that in the Discord, just in case he is out. Also, Troy Brown. I mean, like this is you know first game there, but 
that's probably where some of those minutes would go, would be my guess. Discord, put it there. If Kate out, if Kate out. Boop. Okay. So now we have that there for later if we need it. All right. But we don't, I mean, for now, we're not playing in Detroit. Who cares? Like, why would you play Detroit? Beyond that, who else have I changed projections on? Oh, for Atlanta, I did I did change DeJounte and uh, um, a few people based on the court IQ we saw there. Um, Jalen Johnson and uh, DeJounte. Austin Reeves, right. So the LeBron out one, I changed Austin Reeves a little higher besides D'Lo a lot higher. Um, Malik Monk just being, yeah, that's part of the rule. Trey Mann, just a little bit too low on his minutes, I thought. Nick Richards, the same. Didn't get to any nonetheless. That's why probably you should change the... No, I like changing the projections before I get to my first run, but you could do it the other way around and just, like, respond to Saberson if you wanted to kind of make it one of your, your um, Council of Dudes members. Okay, so now from the top, what do we got with all these beautiful bean footage? All right. We've got Bruno Fernando, core, Jovic, core, Royce O'Neal, core, no question about it. And now that I know Beal is out, <clears throat> we're going back to regular core for Royce. It's just a 60% just because there's other value that I like. And, and Booker, I don't need that much of Booker. He has to hit shots. He didn't hit shots last night. I don't understand quite why we would have that much of him. <clears throat> Whereas a guy like Juan Benyama, I do understand. Let's have some Wimbenyama. That's great. So he's part of your more level of dude. D'Lo is like a little higher, I think. I think I have to have D'Lo a little higher. He's one of the better plays. Yeah, he's the first guy. He's the first spend up. Yeah, I'll go to 3x D'Lo for around 50%. <sighs> but he still has to kind of... With LeBron out, I'm not sure if he does have to hit shots. He can. He gets a lot of usage and a lot of minutes. And is that game, that game's still close, I think, right? Yeah, 118, 120, 121. It's a close line. We don't expect either team to get blown out. So I'm more comfortable taking a guy heavy in a game like that than I am if it's like a star. And yeah, you guys know that, you know, you know why you've played enough basketball DFS. I don't need to tell you. Kevin Love is another one of my heavy stands, but again, he's only like 7% owned by the field. So as long as that's the case, I don't need to be more than 5x Kevin Love just in case he old man's out and stands in the corner. It's just definitely possible. And this is the last game. Well, last game before All-Star break. I know what my mentality would be. I guess I don't know who all's last games this is. That's an important piece, kind of. But all these pieces are just meant. We have a, it's going to be a high-scoring slate. The top lineups in my early projections are... 320, 321. So I wouldn't be surprised. Last line, did you see that top that top lineup was 414 with a snowflake. So I don't know what it's going to be tonight, but with with the value of Jovic and I mean that and also we should talk about it. If Jovic doesn't start and they play some weird other lineup, you got to change it around, right? We were expecting Hawkes to start yesterday. This is a back to back. So like if Hawkes starts, you switch it around. You don't stick with it just cuz I said so or cuz mostly like when I when I do the early show like this, I, I'm going to play golf in the middle of the day. That's why I'm doing the early show. I do still think it's better to do it right after shoot around. But um, you can't stick with your leans from this early in the day. You're doing this early in the day, but you're doing it early in the day just so you have the table set for later in the day. You know what I mean? Like the later in the day news matters more. 
you must react. And obviously after lock matters the most. So like yesterday, I don't really regret how I played because I was playing for Anthony Edwards news. And so like either way, right? Like if he was out, I was going to play a bunch of cat and a bunch of the value. And if he was in, going to play a bunch of Anthony Edwards. And that worked out pretty well. But it didn't work out as well as playing the early value guy, Jovic, who absolutely smashed. So anyway, sometimes you get the core question of a slate wrong. But in this case, we get uh, an opportunity to run it back, right? I mean, a lot of these situations are very similar. We do have some blowouts, you know, like that's why I'm not talking a lot about New Orleans guys. They're okay. I mean, yeah, okay. I still have the Miami guys hashed out as well somewhere. Yeah. So if we get to New Orleans guys, a smidgen of Ingram, just in case he scores 60 and three quarters or whatever, you know, like that, that you just that beyond that, it's going to be a blowout. I don't know what you would do with it. Same thing with like Dallas and San Antonio. Doncic, if, if he plays a full game, one of the better values on this or one of the better spend ups on the slate. What do you think the odds he plays a full game are today? 30%, 25%, somewhere around there. So that's probably where I'll have Doncic. Same thing with Wominyama. Like, what are the odds that he goes off enough to keep it close and this becomes the best game of the slate? Man, what? My 35 seems a bit high, actually. He's good, uh, but he does have the entire team on his back and he has to do it in like 24 minutes for some weird reason. I, I don't know. I'm going to go with only 25% Wembenyama. I did see the triple-double, guys. I did see the triple-double. I am aware that Wembenyama is amazing, an outstanding player at 9,200. The only reason they cannot go higher is I hate it when a player is limited by his coach. This is nothing, you know, I need the ceiling to be the guy's actual ceiling for when he's playing well and not the most he can get before Popovich decides it's over. You know what I mean? Like, and Popovich is going to decide this game's over at some point. I can't have so much of my money tied up in that. Yep. A lot of these other plays make sense. Getting to a lot of Spencer Dinwiddie with, uh, yep, with LeBron out. Duncan Robinson, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson, just no reason for it. And playing a pretty good defensive team, but a team they might stay close to. Yeah, a team they can stay close to. Yeah, Jaron Jackson's fine. I'll match you guys. It doesn't seem particularly chalky. Obviously, he's a risk every time, but also he's a risk to score 60 and be in the optimal lineup, just like with Miles Bridges, just like with any one of these guys. These are all great plays. And yeah, Saber Sam, great, great work. So I don't need to say that anymore. Uh, let me just say, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be a 